Welcome to the Pulse of the Prairies podcast, brought to you by Saskatchewan Pulse Growers. Each month, this podcast tackles the topics that are important to pulse crop farmers. It includes market opportunities for your crop, market access and trade policy developments, innovative agronomic approaches, transportation for Canadian crops, and a whole lot more. My name is Sean Deerland, and I'm Vice Chair with the Saskatchewan Pulse Growers Board. Today, I have the pleasure of chatting with Tony and Francis Godet of Bell Pulses. Both are instrumental to the ownership and operation of Bell Pulses, a pea processing facility located in Bellevue. Both were recently recognized by Saskatchewan Pulse Growers with the Pulse Promoter Award for their innovation and contributions to the growth of the pulse industry. We're going to chat today a bit about the family business, the opportunities they see for pea processing, and any future plans that they have for Bell Pulses. Thanks again for joining us today, gentlemen. Tony, I'm going to start with you. Tell me a little bit about the history of Bell Pulses. How did the company begin? Well, the company actually began in 19, the fall of 1978 is when we incorporated. It was uh, myself, my father, and my two brothers. Back then, we were just mostly doing cleaning peas and bagging, peas, lentils. It was really interesting back then. Had to chase peas and lentils all over. We still do today. So the facility was finished in the spring of 79. Back then, basically, we... uh, we just made a wage. It wasn't uh, the big business that we have nowadays or, or the Pulse business that's here now. I remember asking my dad about the mid-80s exactly what we were doing here. I felt like we were spinning our wheels. And he told me, he says, well, Tony, he says, look at it this way. He says, you're making a life for your family. You're your own boss. And if you want more, it's all there. Go get it. That's what really sunk in, and uh, from there we put in the splitting line, didn't like how it ran. Had that figured out by 1989, and from 1989 till now, we've just been improving the process uh, and expanding and trying to get trying to maximize the value of absolutely everything that we bring in. And uh, Francis, when did you become part of Bell Pulses and what was the most appealing thing to you joining the family business? Well, Tony mentioned there was two brothers that were with him and my dad. I wasn't part of those two brothers because I was still too young. Uh, I only started to work with Bell Pulses in 1984 after I graduated and became owner in 1993 when I got married, the year I got married. At that time, like Tony said, stable income, owning part of a company was a big uh, a big thing for me when dad sold me shares in 1993 when I got married. And that's the biggest thing that uh, that got me going into the company is when I bought shares. Okay. Now, you've both mentioned the early opportunities that your grandfather, Gene, and father, Ron, uh, took to help grow Bell Falses. Uh, what opportunities have you noticed and acted on since you've taken over the family business? Well, I started with the splitting plant in 1982 was the first opportunity to start growing the company, right? Yeah, because, I mean, cleaning and bagging, it's not really an art. Basically, anybody who wants to do it can do that. And brand recognition has always been very on the top of our list. We don't ship out anything that uh, we don't think the customer is going to like. Customer always comes first. And with that attitude, we have very good brand recognition out there right now. 
Um, so with all that in mind, what do you think the future holds for pulses in the processing and end use market? Well, the one thing I see is the next step from what we're doing now is to get into like we went from splitting peas to now doing flowers for pet food and all that. Our next step right now, looking forward, is to getting into the human consumption uh, business of the flowers. It's uh, it's else? pretty interesting to me that I've seen a lot a lot more interest in the pet food market. Like, is that a is that a big part of your business? It it seems to me that I'm always getting bids on my phone um, looking for for pulses to go into the pet food market. Uh, yeah, the pet food market is. Uh, it's a huge market for pulses because I mean it's 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 protein and it's quite a bit cheaper than meat. So as far as if it's a big part of our business, it's not. But at the same time, it opens the door for us to be able to market. Like you know, when we when you split peas, you get a lot of skins. You got to take the skins off. Back in the day, we were almost having to give this stuff away. So getting a, a better value for it was a big positive for, for the business itself. For sure. Um, do you guys think that Saskatchewan has an intrinsic advantage um, in the future of pulses? Uh, Saskatchewan does for sure because we're one of the leading producers quality-wise, um, bushels per acre, like the farmers are doing very well with pulses. They're getting better yields with better um, seed, you know, so it's that's where we're heading. I don't know if it's still there, but the breeding program, especially for lentils and peas, was phenomenal in the past 15, 20 years, which gave the farmers the edge. Right, that's definitely true. I know uh, we've we've been growing pulses on my farm for about twenty years, and um, the improvement in breeding is just phenomenal that we've seen from the time that I started until until now. What's been the most interesting change you've seen in the pulse industry in the time that you guys have been? You've you've been in the industry quite some time. What would be? What do you think the most interesting change you've seen is? For me, the the, the biggest change is pulses in Western Canada were mostly done by family-owned businesses, and now it's getting to the point where it's multinationals that have kind of come in and invested a lot of money, even though I don't know if I agree with how they run their business, but I guess they have to run their business like they want, and will run hours like we want. But that's that's the biggest difference. The, the, the mom and pop shops are no longer there or there's very few of them. It's mostly uh, everybody's been gobbled up. We're homegrown and we're here to stay. Well, that's definitely good to hear. I, I I would agree with you. I've seen in in my time in the in the farming side of it, the amount of buyers has definitely been shrinking over the years. What what vision do you guys have for Bell Pulses uh, going into the future, uh, and and where do you think that where does the company fit into Saskatchewan's Pulse future? The Pulse future that we have. We're uh, mainly just uh, pea-based, uh, maybe faba beans, 
chickpeas. Does he chickpeas? Our focus is on uh, added value and quality. And quality. Because you got to remember our quality. Our brand is worldwide uh, known, and our quality speaks for itself. Uh, we got to make sure that we make sure that the quality that goes in those bags is what the customer wants. Yeah, I think that's great to hear. Like I know the consumer always seems to be, you know, I think I think there's a shift moving towards the consumer wanting uh, to know where their product comes from and to know that it's a high quality product. And I think that's important to have companies like like you guys and, you know, for Saskatchewan Pulses in general to be represented by someone who cares about uh, the, the quality of the product that's going out. And the future, future, the, the future of Pulses, you know, I, uh, I can see maybe down the road, I don't know how many years that'll be, I can see that maybe we won't have to rely as much on the export market and it'll be more uh, domestic where we're going to consume most of the product that we produce, which is really important. That's where you want to be. You know, having to rely on the export market sometime is not the best thing because that, that sure. door opens and it shuts fast too, depending on government policies overseas and other countries having a better crop than us and like we're getting more competitions from other countries too. Yeah, I think as it stands right now, China is one of the, I think it's it's a huge percentage of the, the pea market and it would sure be nice to see uh, more domestic use to kind of be less dependent on, on one country that can change their mind in a, in a hurry. Yeah, because uh, I think uh, I think China is working with Ukraine right now to settle a FIDO issue, and once they have that settled, they might be buying more peas out of Ukraine. That's not going to be good for our farmers over here. No, for sure. Um, is there anything else you guys would like to add? Yeah, the only thing also that's helping uh, us consume uh, mostly yellow pea, more yellow peas in Saskatchewan is the protein market. Right. That's uh, helping growers another opportunity to sell their product for Saskatchewan-owned businesses. Do you guys do any fractionating, or are you, or do you do any flour, or is it just splitting that you guys do? Uh, we do splitting, both yellows, greens, chickpeas, chickpeas, and faba beans. Okay. And we make flour out of the yellow split peas. We make flour out of the uh, the, the fiber, the skins, the, the pea hulls. Okay. Clean them up, grind them up, ship them into the pet food market. So yeah, it's it's been busy. I think last year we hit a record. We shipped out a hundred thousand tons, which was that was our biggest year ever. Right? Biggest year ever. It was busy. Okay. Wow. That increased a lot, I'm sure, because of COVID. Because if you look at pulses compared to other uh, proteins, pulses you could put on the shelf for two years and it's still good compared to other proteins. So that was a big thing why maybe we got uh, more demand last year because of COVID. Okay. Have you seen a steady growth in demand for uh, pulse products or has it been kind of in, uh, you know, just up and down? Uh, we, our demand is fairly steady. It's been pretty steady. Well, we started working 
24 hours a day in 1989, and we still work 24 hours a day to this day. Okay. We went from one splitting line to three splitting lines, and all of them work 24 hours a day. Also, hmm. you mentioned in your first comment that we have uh, operations in Bellevue, started in 1978. We also started a second location in Duck Lake in 2001 to do green split peas only at that time. So Bellevue did the yellows, Duck Lake did the green splits, and from there, about 10 years later, I think we bought some property on the other side of the elevator in Duck Lake and started our flour mill there. Uh, the the flower thing is pretty interesting. I had the opportunity last spring to tour the Bueller plant in uh, Minneapolis, and it was really interesting to see the technology that uh, that goes into splitting pulses, to dehauling them, and to splitting them. And it's uh, has to be an interesting thing for you guys to develop that over the years. Yeah, that's uh, it's been it's been a challenge, but uh, we uh, we seem to figure it out. Many people have told me it's it's an art. You have to know peas. You got to know what you're doing for the process to work properly. Well, thanks a lot, guys. Unless uh, unless you have anything else to add, I'll go on with uh, wrapping this up. Well, this award is very much appreciated from myself and probably Francis also. Yep, it's, for sure. Uh, nice to be recognized and. It's going to be very well appreciated. I mean, there's been a lot invested in the success of the pulse industry in Saskatchewan. It's not only us. It's a group of people that uh, saw a vision, namely uh, Alice Linkert. Dad was very fond of him. Bert Vandenberg, all the pea breeders, the lentil breeders. My grandfather was probably one of the first in Western Canada or in Saskatchewan to grow peas. My father, all the, the plant breeders, uh, you know, all the chemical companies that employees. We've got many dedicated employees that have been with us since day one. Like one guy's been here since 1978. So he's uh, been here for 42 years. Um, and we got many more after that, 30, 35 years. But we've grown from 10 employees back then to we're over 50 right now. So many thanks to them too. Well, thank you. I know speaking from personally, and I know the rest of the Pulse Growers staff and board, uh, it's always good to talk to people who are interested in, you know, promoting Saskatchewan pulses. And I think as, as the industry as a whole, good to have people who really care about their product and, um, you know, care about the industry. Yeah, congratulations, you guys, again. Thank you. Thank you. That wraps up our discussion today. I want to give a big thank you to Tony and Francis for joining us. And also congratulations again for supporting the pulse industry and being recognized as pulse promoters. Thank you to everyone for tuning into this podcast. For more information about the Pulse Promoter Award and the recipients from this year, visit the news section of SPG's website at saskpulse.com. In other news, Pulse Canada is leading a project to collect on-farm production information from Canadian faba bean growers beginning next month. If you're a faba bean grower in Saskatchewan, be on the lookout for emails from SPG on how you can contribute to this important project that is looking to help quantify the positive environmental story of Canadian-grown faba beans. 
This information will be used to help develop new markets and build demand for your faba beans. Thanks again, and be sure to subscribe to the Pulse of the Praise podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and the Google Play Store.